A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Eight rounds to go. Round 19's in the books, and we move ahead to round 20 with all of the major buys in the books there, as I said, and, and three teams on the buy in this one. So still plenty to navigate in this one to try and get the full 17 on the park. You know, it could be just as hard as last week to get that full you know, complement of players there. And the people's squad, we were sitting in a really, really good spot coming into that last game with three players remaining and sitting in about 1250 overall rank. And unfortunately, with Osaka getting 34, we had 36 from Valence, which is about, you know, I suppose, what we'd, what we'd hope or expect. Um, and then Lemuelu getting the 45. So a little bit low on that front. And, you know, if they get somewhere in the 40s each or, you know, 50 for one of them, and then we're well entrenched in the top 1,000, which is where I thought we were going to end up. But a 697, not the worst score in the world, obviously, there. With Simkin getting 26, obviously being a little bit lower than that of Hands and, you know, Jacob Little and these types of things, these types of players there. Not super good. Hopgood, DeBellin, and Harris seem to be the, the correct mids. For this round, had Bateman without Isaiah Papali'i, which was good. Preston, the 44, was average on that front and obviously played one short there. Not having any of those, you know, the gun-cheapy fullbacks in in Seb Chris or a Blake Taff or something like that kind of slowed us down a little bit. But, yeah, that's where we're at. So sitting at 1,131 heading into next week is, is a really good spot. We obviously end up using all our trades. We get the full eight. Allotment, a little bit of cash in the bank. And, yeah, you're looking at our interchange there with Ponga, Moses, Grant, Sandra Smith, hopefully he keeps his spot. It sounds like he will, uh, which is really great news there. We've got Ruben Garrick, Fisher-Harris, Payne Haas, who's out, unfortunately. That, that's going to hurt a little bit. And then Joey Manu as well. The big win here is that we don't have Horsburgh or Tarpany. You know, are going to be out this week as well. So it really just looks like we're missing Payne Haas and also Jack DeBellin in this one. We will be needing, uh, we won't be needing a mid, I should say, which is really helpful. Uh, we don't have to force trade in you know, a, a player like that, which is cool. And other than that, we should be able to get a really solid 17 on the park. If we're lucky, uh, we won't have to play Simkin, which is probably the, the one we, we don't want to. In terms of centers, we have Manu coming back. So maybe we can you know, leave out Valence or we leave out Lemuelu, something like that. And, and the Sarko one's a little bit of a a little bit of a tough one at the moment, just with, with his scoring the last few weeks. So we brought him in for a negative 40 uh, you know, off his price and then a 34 this weekend. You're looking forward at him, and hopefully he can get back to those top scores. But yeah, with the Dolphins not playing as well as they once was, that they once were, it's a little bit frustrating. We'll have to wait and see what they do with their outside backs as Val keep his spot as well uh, on in that center position. But other than that, 
everyone else looks really safe in their role. Sanders Smith, it sounds like with Sam Walker likely to have another you know couple of weeks on the on the sidelines recovering from his knee injury. Does sound like Brandon Smith will be back. So how that works with someone like Turpin, not that we have him, but uh, for those that are watching this video as well. So that's the people squad at the moment. Um, yeah, too much else to report there. We're getting closer to the head-to-head final. So in the next one, I'll, I'll go through where we're at there, but we are in the top four pretty comfortably. Uh, the community cup and uh, actually I'll have to have a good look at and see how many um, how many people are still you know, how many of the groups are still playing in that one there okay we turn to, to my squad and at number 720 and I think there was a little bit of an issue with bench players not being you know counted if they were looped or something like that so I was actually sitting at rank 99 which is what I was hoping for coming into the last round I think uh, last game I was 80th and I was like well if I can stay at night if I get to 99 I'll be happy and end up at 99 all the way and got out to 101 now, which is a little bit frustrating, but um, we're still in a great spot. And it's going to be crazy to see some of the rankings of some people and, and how impressive that's been because I have had a really good year, obviously. And, and some people are just, you know, another 100, 150, 200 points ahead. Um, just been very, very, very good. So I ended up having the 13 players. And that's what helped me get to the 720. Obviously, having Blake Taft 65 was great. Did have Isaiah Puppet East 30, which wasn't so great. Hands at 34 was fine. Obviously, Johnson and Nico was good there, but yeah, Will Penasini with the 16 and also Charns Nichols looked star there with 27. Didn't really help our cause at all, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, just led to us just being a little bit down on where I wanted to be. I was hoping to sort of sneak into the top 90 or top 80, something like that, if uh, you know, a couple of those players did well. But I suppose like I was definitely not expecting that from Taff. So um, yeah, take the good with the bad. You put Taff and and Penasini together, that's 81 points. And, and a 40 from each, you know, you'd take every day of the week, or a 50 from Penasini and a 30 from Taft. So think of it that way there. We got pretty lucky on that front. Okay, moving on to next round is where it gets to obviously really important. And I didn't end up saving one trade there, which is cool. So I have nine now with the eight extra. And 585 in the bank, so plenty of room to move. And some moves I was thinking of is obviously Blake Taft to go up, considering I have Val as a cheapie and also hands. We will have to see what happens with team list, but he's definitely a guy that we could move. Uh, Jake Turpin also another one on the on the list that we'd be looking to move on. And uh, we do need a mid this week. Uh, obviously, clearly looking at someone like David Fafita, but that may have to wait. We may have to go for an Isaiah Yo. Um, actually heard you know, TK and Brenton talking about Max King, which I thought was a very cheeky option, hoping that you know, he's back into some good form and, and, and playing some big minutes like he has been. But really, we're hoping for a couple of guys to get through Origin now. I'm not sure what we're going to be doing with Robson. Uh, someone like Harry Grant's going to be a clear option there. It's going to depend how many minutes that Robbo plays on Wednesday night as to what I think I'll do with him. Because if he's going to be a big minute guy, he will be managed a little bit in you know that backup game. And it sounds like over this period, he's going to be managed a little bit either through the week or um, you know, in, in in a backup type of game like this. And, and you see with Cook as well that he's been getting some lesser minutes and Havili starting and, and then Cook's coming off the bench. And I actually think there's a good... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com. And remember the joy of your wedding day forever. 
Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Chance of that continuing. So if you do own Cook, he obviously has a buy following this round. But um, yeah, that's just something to think of going forward. And and really, as we said last week, the Harry Grant is the clear guy on top in hooking stocks. And then you, you've got a mixture of yeah, Robson and um, yeah, these types of players there. Blake Bradley had a good one on the weekend, but Brendan Hands is a backup, that kind of thing. So you know, over the next few weeks, we're looking at Harry Grant. We're looking at Dave Fafita. We're looking at a Haas or potentially an Isaiah Yo this week. Um, it could be a Maxi King just to get some, get a mid in at a slightly cheaper price that that has that fifty upside in him and being priced you know really low, uh, just under the forty mark. So yeah, there's a bunch of things to do. Obviously, Manu will come straight back in for Val. If everything goes right, I won't have to play Val this week. Um, yeah, if Moses comes back and plays, then him and Penasini together is going to be much better than uh, Penasini with Ryan Madison there. Ponga comes back in, Teddy comes back in, hopefully, as I said, um, you know, drink water as well. So if I am you know, having traded at Cook last week, helps me with numbers for this week. Um, and if I do trade Tap as well, uh, we're looking at you know, a pretty good set of numbers there. That's for sure with Jack DeBellin being out and Horsburgh if I, if I do trade out Taff. So that'll leave me with 19 and the ability to potentially you know, only play um, all the guns and, and not have to play like other Aval and um, and, and hands, if I could miss out on both of them and try and loop one of them, that could be really cool. Um, yeah, because I think a really good score this week is going to you know put us in good stead. If you can get as many of those top, top guns in as possible, as quickly as possible, especially, um, then it's going to go a long way for you to for you to really achieve well in this next couple of weeks. And yeah, as I said in the um, previous video, where's the where's the max trade gang at? Um, yeah, it's going to be hopefully good to see. It'll be interesting to see how many um, views pick up as well. Uh, from people that are coming back in with some trades on that front. But uh, yeah, like I said, guys, really the, the clear thing now is to, is to be going for as many of those top, gun, top guns as possible. Um, a few people asked me to talk about head-to-head strategy as well. Obviously, with you know in the next few weeks, you're leading up towards your finals. So a lot of uh, your default settings will be 23, 24, 25, 26. So just being aware of which teams have a buy on those weeks. Yeah, you might... You also might look at your comp and go, oh, okay, I'm, I'm first or second. I'm going up against seventh or eighth, and I should be able to win that fairly comfortably. So maybe you do hold on to a couple of guys that do have a buy in that round 23. Yeah, you know, you're looking at um, Bulldogs in that one. Is that right? No, 23 or 24, one of the two um, in that one. So you're looking at a couple of those players you know, from, from those weeks and go, oh, am I going to be able to get through that week with those players? If you're looking at bringing in players in the next few weeks and maybe you don't look at bringing in a paint house because he's going to have a buy in round 25, I believe. So, yeah, something to think about. Again, just check, guys, those later ones I haven't got locked in my mind. I had everything up to about round 22, I believe, with the Warriors. And then from there, I know we've got the Dogs left. We've got Broncos, Eels, Cowboys. Something there somewhere. So, yeah, someone will tell me in the comments anyway um, who's left on that one with the eels at the end, obviously, um, and South second last. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so head-to-head strategy, obviously, just making sure that you're getting the right, obviously, the right guns. You want to get the best guns in each position, but those that actually play in the specific weeks that you need them for. Just obviously, yeah, keep keep an eye on that one uh, for sure in there. Uh, people asking about Torhul Harris early, as you know, if he's, if he's a potential buy still. Just remember, he has a buy in a couple of weeks in round 22. 
So is he a purchase? Yeah, for sure. He could be, but he did come off with a bit of an injury on the weekend. Um, so keep that in mind. He has a, a tougher assignment this week, but um, still should be able to score fairly well. I think he's going to be in that, that 50s, you know, 50 to 60 range pretty much every week, to be honest with you. On the lower weeks, it'll be 50. On the higher weeks like this, when he gets a try assist um, and some good run meters and tackle breaks and stuff, he's going to go higher and get you a 60. So, um, yeah, who else have we got? Isaiah, I believe people are going to be looking out. I just think you need to wait on him. Hopefully he can you know, bounce back and score a good one next week. But if over the next few weeks you have a multitude of edges if you brought back for feeder and stuff like that and you've got you know, four of them or something like that and Papali um, isn't performing super well and you can straight swap him to a Harry Grant or uh, you can get in a gun half like if, if he's a stepping stone to get you to Cleary or something like that. That's another thing to look at. Cleary is obviously another option potentially in the next few weeks. So if you're a cogger holder, hopefully Cleary's not there. Um, if you're not ready to get Cleary in your side, again, hopefully he's not there this week because they play the Dolphins, I believe. It's going to be very, very interesting out there. If you're in need of a center this week, you've got guys like Isaac Tungo who are going to do a really, really good job. And if you don't have you know, any of those top scorers in each of the positions and you're a bit short or you don't have the cover, then they're the players you want to be targeting. And just making sure that, uh, as I said, looking forward to those weeks of the next bunch where if you do, you know, obviously the hooking position, you're looking at making sure that you can cover that position if someone goes down or if that person have, has a buy. So obviously if you have the grant and the hands combo, you're not worried about a buy all the way through to round 27 and, and you're likely grant's going to be playing. So it's not really going to hurt you. But, you know, in other positions, if you just have three mids and, you know, this week, there's an injury. Um, this week, there's two two guys on the bye. You know, that's something you need to think about. If you have, you know, Madison and Hopgood in round 27, that's going to be really hard to, to cover, for sure, because they're both in the same position or mid and edge. And, um, yeah, it's definitely something to think about. So, yeah, that's really all I want you to look at over the next few weeks, uh, next few days, guys. We've got team lists coming out, obviously. Uh, but, really, that's going to help a little bit. But what's really going to help is is what happens post-Origin and how many minutes guys like Fafita get, how many minutes you know, Harry Grant gets, and, and if all of these guys are going to be backing up as to what trades you need to make this week. Let's leave it at that, guys, and uh, we'll jump in tomorrow and, and get into a little bit of a video uh, surrounding some of those targets. And then uh, I think we'll be back with Scoop on Thursday because we don't have games until Friday. And, and a big thank you to all you guys that gave a lot of nice feedback for Maddie, who jumped on last week, was able to help us out. Um, and he had a solid week. I think he went back a little bit, but yeah, still firmly in the top 60 or so um, and doing really well. So yeah, thanks again. We'll catch you in the next one. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com